0: we <laughs> Welcome back to the Rob Miller Podcast. Um I <clears throat> uh, just wanted to say hi to everybody. I haven't posted anything since uh week fifteen or Christmas Day, or you know, Christmas Eve is the last episode I posted. Um <clears throat> kind of going through a couple of things. Uh saw some family for Christmas. Hope I hope everybody had a great holiday and a new year. Um uh, had some health issues. Now we're back and ready to go. Um, and you know, I, I mean, since my last episode, there have been so many different things that have happened um, between, you know, different playoff seedings, uh, a team that snuck into the playoffs that, in my opinion, really shouldn't belong there. Um, on top of coaching, coaching being fi- coaches being fired, and a player having a a melt. I don't know about so much a meltdown, but a walk off in the middle of a game. You know, there's just so many different things that I like to talk about, and um, I want I want to start off with uh, the, the the player walk off. Uh, Antonio Brown um, in week 17. Uh, the they were playing the Jet. The Bucks were playing the Jets, and in the in the in the game, Antonio Brown. Um, was seen on camera taking off his uh his shirt and his gloves and throwing them into the crowd and he was you know waving to the crowd while going across the back of the end zone while the team was still playing granted you know it was on the other side of the field or wherever they were, but the fact that he uh left in the fashion that he did raises a lot of questions and a lot of eyebrows like what in the world happened <clears throat> Some of the uh, things that I have found, and some of the things that I've read on, you know, ESPN or NFL.com, you know, CBS Sports, whatever. A lot of them point to Antonio Brown uh, saying that he can't play right now. His ankle hurts. You know, he you know, basically just battling this 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 injury. That Bruce Arians was just like, I don't care. You're getting out on this field. You're gonna, you're gonna work hard. You're gonna, you know, play through this injury because we need, you know, we we're trying to get a better seating or whatever they're trying to do. And he's like, No, I can't. I, I if if you want to be me at my peak performance in the playoffs or whatever, I can't go through with playing the rest of this game or at least sit, let me sit out for a little while. My ankle like rest up a little bit put some ice on it, whatever. And he's like, well, you're gone. You're no longer a buck. So he took it, he took it quite literally and took his stuff off and just deuces as he, you know, you know, throwing the peace sign up as he's, as he's leaving to all all the people in the stands. And it was, it was, it was quite a scene to, to be, especially to be there, but to just see it on camera uh, was, was something very, very interesting. So, in, in my opinion, the 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 way that it happened probably shouldn't have happened that way. Uh, you know, you are a a multi million multi million dollar, extremely valuable receiver um, who the team w- to which the the team really needs you, and um, you know, for whatever re- I mean, I am not saying you battle through an injury that you literally can't, you know, work on. Um, but what I am saying is the fashion to which you, you had walked out probably could have been handled a little bit different. Um, you know, just staying, staying dressed in the uniform, going back to the locker room, packing your stuff up and leaving in that fashion would have been you know, obviously much more mature and, and should have been handled in a much better scenario. Um, and, and maybe that's the difference that, um, that Antonio Brown is to a lot of the other uh, receivers in the league. Now, I'm not saying that he's, you know he's a, a bad person for doing what he did. I'm saying that it that it was ex- extremely childish. He should have handled it in a much more mature way um because the way he did it probably is going to turn off a lot of other teams that that may that may want him. I, I've heard you know I've, I've saw a couple of articles saying that Seattle should pick him up like they try you know like he tried like they tried to um before uh, other teams that may need wide receiver help um you know other teams that may need wide receiver help or um really anybody who's just looking for some sort of dynamic playmaker like Antonio Brown is and the fact that he is going through the amount of um st- like mental stuff with you know the the injury to his ankle and stuff like that the fact that he, you know Bruce Arians is screaming at him on the on the sideline saying you're done you're out of here I don't want you you're, you're no longer a buck get out of here like all that stuff is like okay yeah you know that, that all that mental sti- all you know all all of his his actions are all just who he is as a person and it might be from whatever mental stuff he's going through or whatever and in the moment you know you're heated you're upset you're angry whatever the case may be for antonio brown so if that's the case then yeah he's obviously going to act out and do do him do himself and, and, and be who he wants to be or who he's supposed to be in his own mind, in his own life, so he's gonna act out and do whatever he wants. And you know, like I said, w- with 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 being a receiver of his caliber, you know, other teams are gonna want him. So it's a big turnoff with how he um, with how he he handled the whole situation. So we'll see if other teams pick him up. In my opinion, I think he's done in the NFL. You know, with the with all the other drama from. You know the Raiders or or Pittsburgh, um, and now with or with even with uh, when he was with New England, and now he's you know with Buffalo or uh, Tampa Bay. You know all these issues is going to really keep people away from from signing him to another NFL contract. What's crazy too is the fact that he's 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 so talented. He is such a talented receiver that he has the capabilities of doing a lot of damage and a lot of um, uh, a lot of preparation for the other defenses every single time he steps on that field. Like he he brings a lot to the table, and you know he, whether he's still in his prime, he's out of his prime, he's you know he's a washout, whatever it is, he's gonna be sorely missed on the on the football field. In my opinion, I loved seeing him play. He was an incredible player, um, extremely dynamic. Scary to be, scary to play against. Um, and he, you know, he made some huge plays for the Steelers. For the, I don't, I don't think he really, I don't think he actually played a single down for the Raiders. But he also had um, his his plays with New England and with Tampa. And the fact that Tom vouched for him the way that he did, um, in both New England and in and in Tampa, kind of shows who his character is as well. Um, the way the way that everything was handled. Now you know you can go to Antonio Brown's Instagram, and he has a, this huge like three to four page post that he put up about you know what's actually going on and um you know that, that's that's definitely something to look to to look more into um but you know as of now, you know we're we're still kind of fixated on the scenario that that um that took place uh, at Metlife Stadium uh against the the New York jets so um you know it's it's something interesting to look into like I said with How he handled it, what's gonna happen next with Bruce Arians, and and so on and so forth. But you know, we'll we'll keep an eye on it, and you know, we'll keep we'll we'll be up to date with everything. So, but you know, transitioning into uh, other topics, you know, we have these these coaches being fired, and you know, all these other um, these postseason talks already coming through, um, or I should say off season um, off season moves and plays and stuff along those lines. Uh, like, you know, all these, with all of the coaches being fired, you have the predictions of who's going to get what other jobs and, and so on and so forth. Seeing, you know, who's, who's going to be available and all this other stuff. And, um, some of the, uh, the key things that I, I wanted to bring up were a couple of the, of the coachings, um, the, the the coaches who are being fired and how how I feel about them uh, being fired and we're gonna start off with the uh, Chicago Bears Matt Nagy um, now a, while, a few episodes ago I had uh, Beams and I were talking about coaches being fired and um and 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 honestly a bunch of these coaches that that got fired I kind of predicted a little bit I brought light to them just to kind of you know, get a vibe for what was going on, um, so with uh, with with Matt Nagy, we kind of saw it coming. Um, the fact that you know they didn't they didn't do a whole lot once, especially once Mitch, Mitch Trubisky left. Um, granted, he was never the guy in the first place. No one, you know, no one really saw him outperforming Patrick Mahomes. Or Deshaun Watson, who who he had been drafted ahead of um, in, in in that draft, twenty seventeen. Um, but the the fact that they they fired him now is, I think, is a good thing for the Bears, and I think it's good for um, Matt Nagy to get him out of a, situ- a situation and kind of get a fresh start with everything. Um, you know, I I the the fire the firing makes sense to me. Um, I think they still they, they need a younger, uh, offensive-minded coach that could bring a lot of uh, f- uh, firepower to that offense. Um, not exactly sure who could fill that spot. Um, I know that Kellen Moore and Byron Leftwich are look are being looked at for for head coaching jobs. Um, Byron Leftwich being the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and. Uh, Kellen Moore being the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Um Jason Garrett is still out there, Doug Peterson is still out there. Um you know, those those kinds of guys have experience. Now, I'll I'll say my piece with um uh, Jason Garrett, I do not believe he um should be a coach. Um uh, I think he um he should be a if anything he should be a Um, uh, upper-level management sort of guy, kind of guy, like um, an organizational guy, Um, you know, a president or some sort of um, office job because of how boring he is. Um, He doesn't seem to bring any sort of flash or flair to um, any offense that he coaches or he brings up, and it's kind of, I mean, it's really boring to watch. I mean, you watch those, those Cowboys um, seasons between Dak and Zeke's first season, and you know so on. They just they were just so boring on offense. You know their defense was just lackluster at that point as well. And, and I mean, other than the the up, up front three that they have, Leighton Van Deresh and you know are and, and arguably uh, Trayvon Diggs, their defense still is not. As as great as it used as you know as it once was you know back in the day and um and and maybe even before the um the Jason Garrett days but regardless the fact that you know once he leaves once he gets fired out of Dallas and he goes to the 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 New York Giants and their their offense just looks even more boring um, yet they have a more dynamic running back um. Is kind of is kind of crazy. And I'm not saying that their receivers are that much better anyway, but the fact that they still had some pretty decent receivers, um, Sterling Shepard, you know, Darius Slayton, and uh, Evan Ingram, they have great weapons there that they can, or I should say, really good weapons that they can they can work with, or he could have worked with, but he couldn't really make a whole lot come from that. So um, I don't I don't think that Jason Garrett going to Chicago would be a uh, a huge uh, an upgrade by any means um, you know I, I would say somebody like like I said Kellen Moore would be a, um, a more ex- uh, acceptable um, upgrade at, 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 at head coach you know somebody that's really um, headstrong when it comes to the offense and trying to put points on the board and drive down the field and get the yardage and all that stuff to help and to help develop um, Justin Fields is something that is really, really, really important, um, and so um, you know I I believe that the 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 Bears are going to have some some interesting picks coming up for their um, the 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 head coaching availability that they're going to have, and you know we'll, we'll see what they pick, but. In my opinion, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of great talent out there for head coach. Now, granted there might be somebody who uh, you know, comes out of out of nowhere and wants another head coaching job, like I said Doug Peterson's still out there. Doug Peterson wouldn't be a bad idea to throw to to for Justin Fields to grow in grow into with because I mean, he Doug Peterson had Carson Wentz and he was extremely mobile. Justin Fields is extremely mobile. Uh now, I don't think Justin's got the same arm that uh, Carson Wentz had when he was in Philly. Um, I don't know if J- uh, Justin Fields will have the, the same um, fortitude to, or the same dedication or uh, be able to handle the amount of stress that could come with being as successful as Carson Wentz uh, at one point in time was. So we'll, we'll see how he responds to... Um, uh, a new coach and, um, see how that goes. You know, like I said, I, I, I don't, I don't know who really they, they could hire. Um, my opinion, I think it's somebody like Kellen Moore, Byron Leftwich, or, um, Doug Peterson. In my mind, those are like the three piss, uh, three best, three best picks for that. Um, and then, um, a, a big surprise at a uh, head coach firing, in my opinion, uh, was uh, Brian Flores. Uh, the fact that the Dolphins had uh, two winning seasons in a row, on top of having won the last uh, was it seven of seven of eight games this season, and. I mean, keep keeping up with everybody almost had a almost had a wild card spot. Um what is is a little is a little unfortunate for Brian Flores. I mean, they're they're competing with Josh Allen who they're you know, and the Bills you know, with their that's a great defense in 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 Buffalo and Josh Allen's a real is a really good quarterback. Uh their coaching staff is is awesome and you know they have they have a lot to over the the offense would have a lot to overcome that in New England you always have you know new um you always have Belichick to to worry about and his defenses and so on, and then Mac Jones comes out of nowhere and he's and he's you know doing what's asked of him and playing and playing decent um for for a rookie I think you know the a a conservative rookie but definitely a rookie nonetheless um I think that um. You know, with with the the success that the Dolphins have had and the wins that they have made, yes, they have produced into 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 playoff wins. Um, but with a with a rebuilding franchise, I mean, you can consider them being you can consider them being uh, in a rebuilding stage or last couple of years. Um, other than last year, would be. Um, uh, rebuilding uh, to, for them to try and come back and um, do, have some sort of success uh, is kind of uh, is 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 something to say. But at the same time, you know, he's a really good coach. Got you know, got a great defense, got a great de- great defensive plan, and I think uh, I think that that was a mistake um, in, in in firing him. I think they should have uh, held on to him for a little bit longer just to see uh, what else he's capable of because I think he's still capable of a lot of good things. Okay, so the next uh, the next coach that um, I kind of saw coming was um, Nick Fangio, the the Broncos former head coach. Uh, I kind of saw this firing coming just simply because of the um, the lack of playoffs that that they that the Broncos have been in the the lack of wins that they have been have been coming across. Now I know that it's you know it's the it's a very tough division, and trying to compete in um, in the AFC can be kind of challenging, but can be kind of easy. You know it's a kind of a toss up depending on uh, how each team is doing, but for the most part, it's a pretty uh, a tough division and kind of easy conference. Um, there's usually like only a few teams that that come out every year and, and really and really shine and the, that shows in the postseason. But the Broncos just haven't been one of those teams, and it's been kind of kind of sad to say, kind of sad to see. Um, but at the same time, the fact that you know they haven't produced a lot of wins and they haven't. Um, you know, they've 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 drafted decently. I mean, the fact that they, they landed Patrick Sertan is is, is awesome because he is a he is a great player. Um, he's he's gonna have a lot of success in the NFL. Um, but other than that, they can't. I haven't been able to find a quarterback since Peyton. You know, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, um, Teddy Bridgewater, Case Keenum. Um, they have uh, Joe Flacco was there. Um, you know, they have so many different. Uh, people that have tried to come in and just haven't been able to to handle it, um, and and you know now they're surre- now they're you know rumors are swirling around. They're saying that they're one of the top picks for to land Aaron Rodgers in the po- in the in the off season, um, which in my mind I don't believe that to be true. Um, I believe that if Aaron Rodgers goes anywhere outside of Green Bay or retirement it would be to um, Pittsburgh. But you know nonetheless, uh, Nick Fangio being. Uh, fired. Kind of, kind of makes sense. You know, the defense is okay. They, you know, they, they, they get rid of Von Miller to, add, you know, to to free up some cap space to potentially land. At, you know, whether that be a, a quarterback in the off season, whether that be you know offensive lineman to help protect. You know, any other new quarterback, whether they draft somebody or or get somebody. You know, from the um from free agency or they, I mean, for whatever reason, they want to keep drew lock, which I don't think they should. Um, now Teddy Bridgewater, I believe is, is, is a starter in the NFL. And, but unfortunately the fact that, you know, the every, every team that he has basically, he's gone to, he's, he started out pretty well. And then he kind of like kind of died down, which I mean is unfortunate because he is a really good player. I, I, um, I thoroughly enjoy watching Teddy Bridgewater play when he's, especially when he's on his game, but you know, because he has those on off games, it's kind of a big turnoff and especially for, um, uh, John Elway to kind of see that for, his, for his team, um, is, 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 a little unfortunate. So, um, I think that, um, Nick Fangio leaving, I think he's going to go to be a, um, a defensive coordinator somewhere. And, uh, I think he'd be a, a huge upgrade to that. Um, some of the coach, I mean, there are some coaches that are, um, that are 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 still coordinators that could be possible uh, head coaches, not just offense but also defense. Um, and, and and I I talk about um mainly um Dan Quinn for the Cowboys, the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. He is, I think, he's ready to come back and be a. Uh, another a head coach for another NFL team. I think he has the capabilities of doing it. I mean, hell, he took the the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl, um, and we're, they were, you know, leading the Patriots by 25 by the you know by the the beginning of the fourth quarter, I believe. Actually, it was it was pretty uh, uh, a pretty big gap between those two uh, uh, between the scores uh, of that Super Bowl. Um, but nonetheless, that that um, that Atlanta Falcons team was was very very tough to beat. The, you know, Matt Ryan was the MVP that year, and and all that other stuff. So um, I think Dan Quinn has the capabilities of taking over another franchise with another really good defense. But I think he he'd go to a team with a ton of uh, uh, defensive stars, or at least a few defensive stars that he can work off of and really put the, put his trust into them to try and um do good with and 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 set a tone and get a winning culture, you know, brewing and and all this stuff. I think I think Dan um um I think um Dan Quinn can actually handle it. So, um uh another surprise for me. Um and this is like the I believe this is the last one that that just happened. Um, was the Mike Zimmer, fi- uh, uh, Mike Zimmer firing as well as the Vikings GM firing. Um, you know, the fact that they've whiffed on a bunch of different, um, draft picks as well as, um, you know, not producing playoff wins has been a huge thing. The defense is, is slow as deteriorated quite quickly, um, now, I mean, they landed; they were able to land uh, Justin Jefferson in lieu of losing um, uh, St- uh, Stephon Diggs. Um, but at the same time, you know, that's still not going to get you um, into the postseason just by swapping re- uh, into a new receiver. Um, that's just not going to cut it. And I think that uh, the the owner knows it, and I and I, th- I believe that's why they um, they fired him. Um he's a, he's a good defensive coach. Um, I could see him going to be a DC somewhere. I could see him going to be another head coach somewhere. I mean the fact that he's been a, a head coach for a, a, a little while, it, it, it would make sense for them to, to or for Mike Zimmer to get another head coaching job somewhere else. Um, I think I think I see him going to Denver. I think that would make make a lot of sense. Um, he's an experienced uh, coach. With and he's and he's I mean he's taken um, the Vikings to the to the um, the postseason a few times won a few playoff games with you know as as the coach so it's not like he hasn't seen that sort of success and I think that he could bring the, the Broncos that kind of success uh, with a strong defense because they're gonna like that team will definitely need a strong defense to come, to compete with those guys um, Justin Herbert uh, Pat Mahomes Derek Carr you know they all have uh, really good weapons, um, and you know they they're they're pretty explosive on offense for the most part. All three of those teams, so uh, a good defense is absolutely crucial, um, and a and a strong defensive coach will will be will be uh, a lot of uh, good will bring a lot of good things for that team. And then once on top of the fact that they're going to need a quarterback to to really carry it on, so. Um, now there are a couple other um uh coaches that I had brought up that actually got retained which is which in my mind is is very nice because it's it's not just you know kind of like trying them out for a little bit and just giving up you know like okay this that doesn't feel like it's working um Matt rule for the carolina panthers is being retained um I think that's huge because um with Sam darnold there if they're gonna keep him um is uh, is is going to be big to keep a uh, a head coach in there and not change up a coaching staff and so on and so forth to to really hone in on his skills and try and make him a better quarterback, um for the future. Robert Sala is another one for the for the Jets. Um, having having him retained is really nice. Um, you know the fact that you know he's a tough he's a tough coach. He knows how to um he knows how to get behind errors and and Show them what to do and and how to do it properly. And um, his determination, I think, is is really really refreshing to see in the NFL nowadays. And the fact that he's um, being retained, I think, is is a huge thing for the Jets. And I think that could be a, a turning point for them to realize, hey, we've got our coach now. We got to find the rest of our pieces to to you know to beat out the the Dolphins or the or or the The Patriots or the Bills, so um, so that's really nice. Uh, Pete Carroll is getting is most likely going to be retained. Um, I still see articles about uh, Dan um, Dan Quinn coming and be and replacing um, uh, Pete Carroll in Seattle as the head coach, um, and having that sort of um, refreshing new um, head coach uh, come in and um, take over. Show the ropes and and hopefully bring in this this different winning culture, um, or bring bring the winning culture back to uh, Seattle uh, through Dan uh, Quinn. So, but from for, but for uh, but for now, all I see is you know Pete Carroll staying in Seattle as the head coach. Um, I I I don't know how I feel about it, especially being a Seahawks fan. I might be a little bit biased, but I, in my opinion, I don't I don't think. Pete Carroll is the solution to success in Seattle. I think that he had his time has come and gone. You know he's seventy years old, and you know he may be full of energy. He may be you know raring to go and play, and basically he's on the verge of putting on pads and running out on the field, uh, getting ready to get hit. Um, But you know with the 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 lack of playoff wins, the lack of um, the lack of. flair that this team brings on defense throughout the last few seasons has been absolutely terrible um you know pete's first year he banked on using players that he was trying to scout as a the usc head coach uh is now doing in the nfl with those nfl with now nfl guys and uh, he was able to really take advantage of the draft and and that created a lot of success for the Seattle defense. but once those guys started asking for a lot of money and um, trying to um, be the guy rather than working as a team, um, I think that uh, that that it brought uh, you know, Seattle's defense, to a screeching halt from you know being being an eighteen wheeler on a highway, sort of thing. So, um, I think that um, uh, Pete should should leave at this point. He should retire. You know, he's seventy years old, and you know, I understand he's a smart dude. If you want to keep him around the organization, that's fine. But uh, in my mind, I think it's time for a new head coach in Seattle. Um, so, um, and, and another. An, a, a very a very re- reassuring retain that is that is happening as well is the Dan Campbell um the Dan Campbell situation he's not being fired he's being retained for the following season he has um he may not have a lot of wins as of, especially as of right now but i think that you know, in due time, there will be a lot of um, success that comes out of the Lions. Um, you know, regardless, you know who they have at quarterback, regardless of who um, is on that defense. I think they're going to have some success with the with uh, his his coaching ability. So, um, and the fact that these players play so hard for this man is is so is so nice to know and to see. Um, Just because, you know, we have all these animosities between different players and different organizations and the fact that you have players lashing out for no reason or flipping off the sideline as they're being carted off or whatever. The fact that these players are, they respect him as much as they do and regardless whether they're winning or losing, they're playing their hearts out. It's so nice to see and it, and it, and it makes me really enjoy and love the game of football that much more. So <clears throat> so it's nice to see Dan Campbell with a little bit of success especially on the on the you know the end of the season and I think that you know it could project a momentum going into the following season. So and especially the off season so we're, we're you know um, I'm super excited to see what what else happens with uh with Dan Campbell and the and the Detroit Lions so um and, and then I kind of want to brush up on you know the you know Gruden and My, and Urban Meyer with their firings like in, in the middle of the year uh, I mean it's kind of hard to see um Urban Meyer go the way that he did. The fact that he had so many issues with the team and with him, with his players, and you know, uh, it's 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 kind of saddening just because he um, was such a successful college coach, and a lot of people wanted to see if he could handle the NFL stress, and I guess he really couldn't. The Jaguars are going to be a hard position to fill for a head coach, just simply because of the amount of um, stuff that's constantly going on. Um, whether that be trades or whether that be now, um, uh, with, with the, the dysfunction that that organization has and with the amount of stress that that job is going to entail, I, I, think a lot of, uh, people are going to, um, kind of steer away from that job as much as possible unless they just pay that amount of money that you're willing to stay and, and, and take and be a part of, um. And it's kind of hard to see just simply because it's so, um, uh, it it has so much potential. Travis Etienne, James Robinson, Trevor Lawrence, Marvin Jones, uh, David Moore, you know, they have so many different playmakers on that offense, um, especially for the beginning of next season. And then, you know, without without a new head coach, they, they don't really stand, um, uh, a huge chance against really anybody with with that sort of lineup or with that sort of um, uh, schedule. So um, now the the Raiders the, they'll have a much easier um, job to to hire somebody with, especially because of the um, especially with the success that that they've had so far, and they were able to outlast. Uh, the the Chargers and make a playoff berth, which is just awesome. Uh, so, I uh, I look forward to seeing what uh, the Raiders end up doing. And I think their their former their standing head coach right now could be offered the job um, if, uh, they have any sort of, um, if they have any sort of if they have any sort of Uh, momentum coming out of the playoffs i think they're gonna do a a lot of damage and do a lot so um i'm excited to see who who they decide to put in as the head coach for the um the raiders so um that's covering the the bears the vikings the jags the raiders the dolphins and the broncos so a couple more things to go over before we end the show for today um uh, we'll we'll talk more about it in, uh in, in a minute. Just gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll talk some more. All right, welcome back. Um, so, some other some other news that has that has come out of the NFL. <clears throat> when you think about John Madden and him not being around, um, it, you know, with the the impact that he had on the game, to young players, whether that be, uh, people who just played Madden to people watching his, his broadcasts to the, um, you know, the old men who used to watch him play, um, or watch him coach, you know, is, is, is something that, that is absolutely legendary. And the fact that, you know, he, he did as much as he did for the sport and did for the, um, for the for his communities and, um, and and the the dedication he has to this sport um was you know un, unmatched um he he will sorely be missed and you know i i, I give all my respect and, and my my um my grievance to his family to the you know his family um for for a difficult um a difficult time that they're going through um other other I guess sad news. Um, ben Roethlisberger is projected to be retiring at the end of this at the end of the season. Um, I've heard articles saying that he is going to retire. I've heard articles say that he's still talking or thinking about it. I heard articles that he's not going to. So it's you know for right now it's up in the air. Um, I think in my opinion I think he should have retired a couple of years ago. Uh, when he was still doing a lot better than what he's doing right now. Um, regardless, though, I think that um, he's gonna get. He's gonna. He's going to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, I know a lot of people who don't believe he should. Um, I mean, um, in my opinion, I don't think he should either. Um, but I'm. I guess I'm a little bit more lenient when it comes to this kind of thing because of the impact that he did have in. Uh, in the last 20 years, since he's you know since he's been drafted, <clears throat> um, he, him, Ben Roethlisberger, Brady, and uh, Peyton Manning were in just about every Super Bowl this last you know these last 20 you know 15 to 20 years, and the fact that um, it's been those three. Um, really says something about the uh, capabilities of what Ben Roethlisberger was able to accomplish, and the things that he was able to accomplish is, is uh, outstanding. Um, I, I, In my opinion, I don't think he's Hall of Fame worthy from the numbers, uh, from the number standpoint and the, um, the performance that he puts out on the field. Um, I've seen him make big throws. I've seen him make uh, really bad throws. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I think he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Um, he has he has a lot of stats. He has, um, you know, he's he's he was dominant. He was healthy for the most part. So, you know, I I definitely see him being in the Hall of Fame. Um, but I think it's I think it's gonna ride on the coattails more of the uh the two super Bowl victories that he has um the one over the Seahawks and then the one over the Arizona Cardinals so um uh with that being said, they um the 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 NFL has, has now moved on to the postseason. <laughs> we have our uh our lineups set and ready to go for a super wild card weekend um i have all the in the for the NFC i have the higher seeding player uh, higher seeding teams the 2 3 and 4 uh winning their their, their games respectively um uh, sending the cowboys to the um to the uh they'll go they'll go and play Green Bay, and then you have Tampa Bay going up against the rams, to which I believe that the Rams will beat them, and I think the the <clears throat> i think the Oh, hold on. I, I, I had that mixed up. You have the Bucks playing the Eagles. I think the Bucks will win that game. Cowboys and 49ers, I think the Cowboys are going to win that game. Rams and Cardinals, <clears throat> I think the uh, Rams win that game. Rams would then go to Green Bay. Dallas would go to Tampa. I think Dallas beats Tampa, and here's why the way to beat brady and the way to beat a lot of te- a lot of teams the majority of teams really the way to win in the NFL you have to get to their quarterback your defense has to put pressure sack the uh, opposing quarterback make him make a mistake so if that's the case i think the run defense that the cowboys have on top of their pass rush Will be a little too much for Brady to handle, and I don't think he's going to be able to overcome it. Um, I think that it's it's a huge thing um, that Brady in the playoffs is, you know, just unmatched. You know, you can't really beat him. He uh, he, you know, for whatever reason, he gets all the lucky calls and so on and so forth. So I'm not saying it's not going to be a challenge, but I think that. This is the way, like that's the way to beat the the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. So, and and I think that the cow, like I said, I think the Cowboys can handle it, um, so long as Trayvon Diggs is able to stay with the receivers that they have, because that's the only way they're gonna win anybody or beat anybody else either. <clears throat> they have to be able to keep up with their uh their their wide receivers. So and and like there shouldn't be any sort of like. Uh, route jumping or anything along those lines that puts you in a bad spot to where you're gonna not only not only are you gonna miss your tackles and uh, miss the ball on an interception or a fumble or whatever, but you know it's it's more of the the standard that your team wants you to play at to help you win in total. And if 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 the if the Cowboys can't put pressure on Brady, they're not gonna beat him. Um, so, uh, but anyway, I think the Cowboys beat, beat Tampa, um, in Tampa. I think that's, that's entirely possible. Um, and then, so then that puts the, um, that puts the Rams in, uh, in Green Bay, to which I think that, um, I think the Packers have the best team in the in the NFL right now um i think that the cold weather it might be you, might be what matt stafford is used to but i don't think it's what the rest of the team is used to um i think that it's going to be you know, i mean i think it's going to be super cold i think it's going to be um i think it's going to be a, a hard fought game, but I think that the uh the Packers are gonna pull it out. Putting the Packers and Cowboys in the NFC championship game. And I don't think Green Bay chokes this time. I think they actually clutch the win and take it to the next Super Bowl. Um they have their defensive guys back. Devontae Adams is can be triple teamed and is still able to catch the ball, you know, just as good as um DeAndre Hopkins or any you know, anybody else really. So um it's it's an interesting um it's an interesting matchup uh, a a rematch of the um it's it's a rematch game for the 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 Cowboys and the Pack the Packers um from that divisional round game back in 2014 something that they can try to to work on um and uh but I think that the Cowboys Aren't, aren't, aren't going to be able to keep up with Aaron Rodgers. And I think that the, that the Packers are going to take on the Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl driver's seat and attempt to um, win another Super Bowl for Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I think the, um, the AFC is going to be a lot harder to to dive into just simply because of how close everybody is on top of like not just record but you know in play and so on so trying to figure out um trying to figure out what's what's going to happen and and all that stuff is 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 quite interesting um i i will say i like tennessee and i like kansas city to take over uh, as the afc um the AFC representatives for the Super Bowl. And, um, you know, I think I think Kansas City more so than uh, Tennessee, just simply because who knows if Derrick Henry's back, and even if he is back, how much they're going to put on him to where he might re-injure himself early in the playoffs. And then at that point, he's just dead weight, not helping anybody out. And, you know, he's just... You know, it's 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 hard it's hard to win when you have your start player just constantly being injured. Um, and uh I like as a Super Bowl as my Super Bowl dark horse. I think it's going to be New England for me, just simply because of the fact that their defense is playing that well, as well as uh, Mac Jones. You know, not making a ton of goofy mistakes to where it really puts the puts the uh, the new uh the new england uh defense in a bad spot so um you know it, it it's it's something that they can accomplish i believe it's going to take a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication but i think it's it's actually possible that they'd be able to uh um make the super bowl and i think at that point it's going to really um uh, shut a lot of people up about the Brady um, playbook or the the Brady um, yeah playbook to success or whatever. Um, I, that if New England if New England takes it um, to the Super Bowl without him, I think it shows that it wasn't Brady, it was Belichick and Josh McDaniels and how they raised that team to be where they are. I think is absolutely. Um, something that that they need to look forward to and try and set up to where I just I just think that the the, the Patriots are a, a definite Super Bowl dark horse for me uh, coming out of the AFC. So uh, I I think Pittsburgh got in luckily. Um, I don't think they deserve to be there. I think um, the Chargers deserve to be there more than they do. Um, they just they they simply fight harder, longer. Uh, more intensity. I, I, I think that it's 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 a no question. I think that the Steelers aren't as good as everyone says they are. Um so, you know, we'll see about that. Um That's gonna conclude uh this episode of the Rob Miller podcast. <clears throat> uh getting late over here, so I'm gonna pack it up for the night and we'll talk more tomorrow. I wanna try and catch up and get as much stuff in as possible within these next uh, a few days just to get caught up with, you know, all the news, all the um, the rumors, and and all this stuff. So, <clears throat> uh, so I will uh, see you guys tomorrow.